Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Welcome to the After Hours Podcast. This is actually our very ninth episode, and we're very excited right now because I'm here sitting with Sir Mark. Uh, Mark Young, he is actually the head of our media team, so he's the brains of uh, of our media team. So everything that you see, you know, he's actually the one spearheading it, sir. Please help me for the camera. <laughs> Thank you so much, Fred. Uh, for those who know me, um, normally I'm the guy behind that yeah. camera. And I, I think it's going to be my first time appearing in front of the camera, if not for, I think, uh, behind the scenes. Um, well, I guess uh, we're going to talk about today. Um, what do you got, Fred? Uh, actually, right now we're going to be talking about uh the recent happenings in the world of cinema right. because uh as he said uh brilliant patience actually is as a media production company as well and we're very focused when it comes to the latest and greatest in the world of cinematography um let's just have a little bit of news for you guys so if you've been listening here uh i'm sure now You'll be seeing all the news about the Oscars and the Academy Awards um, this for this year. And let me just tell you something. Uh, this uh, Academy Awards couldn't get any better. Actually, this one, I believe, is better than the last year. Because after all the controversies, it is the thing you've heard, the, the Chris Rock slab yeah, of last year. <laughs> so, but now, now it's back to movies again. So, what do you think, sir, for the the winners of uh, this year's Academy Awards? Well, to be honest, Red, um, I haven't seen the Oscars number one, <laughs> and uh, the fact that I, I'm dying to to watch it maybe one of these days. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, predicting um, from the past movies I've seen uh, a couple of weeks and months ago. Um, I couldn't think of uh, someone getting the, you know, the the trophy for this year. That would be, what is the name of this uh, director for the everything? Uh, yeah. What's that? The Daniels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. The Daniels. Yeah, Daniels, yeah. I think uh, it did really great in mixing. It's almost mix and match. I can feel when it, when it, you know. When you see the the way he has directed and the screenplay, uh, I I can see that uh, what what is lacking from uh, you know Marvel Cinematic Universe and mixing the real cinema as per se that uh, the storytelling what is really you know the essential. Wait, let's go back to that one because I heard that uh, that argument. Um, Again and again, huh? What do you think is because uh, there's this one particular director that's gone uh, uh, on garnered a lot of controversy online, which we all know Martin Scorsese, one of the best directors of our time. Oh. But he garnered a lot of criticism because he said that Marvel movies are actually not cinema, and I guess the population got split about that because on the other side. <laughs> There's one side that is saying that no, 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 you know, Marvel is, yeah, is cinema. And then there are some, some people who are saying, no, I mean, 
Marvel is a movie, but it cannot be considered cinema. So what's your take on that? And that's really hard to blur the line, you know. But uh, for me, I think uh, it's all about, again, uh, as, as a conscious being, for me, what I look for, and this is like my personal opinion about, you know, when I watch a movie and we call it the cinema, for me, at the end of the, the film, I must get something about it, you know, after, you know, analyzing, criticizing all the things that you've heard and seen, you, you, you wanted to fulfill that, you know, that, uh, belongingness inside that film, that what would you like to see and what would you like to, to feel in that? But of course that there are like great filmmakers in which they successfully win when they try to, uh, make you not understand. What is going on inside the spell set? Uh, I've seen this, you know, um, was this guy, uh, irreversible guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like this. It's like, you know, gut-wrenching film and it's just somewhere in between you get lost, you know, and you couldn't dig it and then you try to watch it over and over again and you don't understand. And I guess they just win it, you know? <laughs> yeah. But the, the thing, I think my, my point in, in this one and for the most part, I think I get Martin Scorsese when he said that. It's because I think his point is the we've gone to a point where superhero movies became so commercialized that they're almost, you know, they're almost disposable to, to an extent. This, uh, if, if, okay, if we're going to say that superhero movies are not cinema, well, I beg to differ when we talk about the first Iron Man. and Because that one, well, when it released, that one was actually a masterpiece you know for that sign back in 2008 or when we talk about some Ryan piece uh spider-man one the original but now it's like there's so i think that that's my opinion that there's no incentive anymore because every year you've got like six seven eight superheroes yeah that's right <laughs> so you just have to ask yourself you know, if you want something that is top notch and in, in uh, because it's in good quality, you know, of course you're gonna need time. But when they're pumping out this much movies, almost like uh, like they're making burgers on the you know on the sides. There's too much, you know, and it's not helping because as of now, have you seen the reviews for Ant Man, the Quantum Lake? Oh my God! What's going on? Like, as I say, they they were uh, they were destroyed by the people from Twitter because they, uh, I guess the, I guess this um, this concept of quality over quantity. Each yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you preach to then the the Ant Man Quantumania because um, everything was just a mess. The production. The costume design, the superhero design, everything was like. At the end of the day, it was something you know being intended. <laughs> and I hope, uh, I hope that the, the Marvel and Disney as well, they learn from this one. We do, like we don't need ten different superhero movies in a year. You know, like people can wait. People waited for the End Game for years. You know, I think people can wait more. But okay, since we're talking about this. About the concept of cinema. Um, the thing that caught my attention is when I heard that, because when I think what 
about that statement from Martin Scorsese. He he was talking about, you know, uh, Marvel movies are not cinema. But then you have this movie like the um, uh, everything and everywhere all at once. It's technically, if you think about it, it's technically a sci-fi movie, similar to an MC movie. But yeah, how come that when we look at this one, we say, oh, this is cinema, right? So what do you think set it apart from from the rest of the competition? Well, for me, apart that uh, it's quite entertaining, you know, isn't it? I think this is somewhat related, you know, um, I don't know where it started, but there's uh, um, some people during the days, they call it cinema as, you know, this kind of, um, I don't know, it, 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 it will be a misnomer if I, I call it like independent films, you know, because mostly cinemas are coming from that side of yeah. the, you know, the coin, independent films. But again, um, we say uh, this kind of films are somewhat entertaining. It's entertainment. It's like, uh, I don't know, uh, when you guys are watching in your childhood days, the uh, WWE, you know, these kinds are entertaining purely fun yeah. you know it's like um after that you know you try to you go home and try to you know reconnect with the film and uh you just couldn't grasp anything what you really remembered you know again uh what you digested from that film um well, i'll give it uh like about the story about uh what morals you can get it from um you know what you're trying to look for uh cinematography art direction, everything, you know, all, yeah. So I guess there, and also one of the things that, that surprised me when I, when I first watched the everything and every all at once was how it was for everyone. First of all, it was actually for everyone. It's horror, it's action, it's thriller, it's drama. So when you think about it, that there's no way this movie is gonna win an Oscar. <laughs> no way, no way this this movie is gonna win an Oscar. But the but the fun thing was, the story was well written right from the get go. That they can actually blend all of those elements together. You know, as here they they supposed to pull you through into this weird sci-fi world and then yank you back out into this. Um, um, action world, and then yank you back out in a melodrama. Or, yes, into a melodrama and everything. But the fact is, it's not forcing you to do so. Like it's part of the the entire story, right? Oh, the exactly. And the morals that you get from it, the visuals is amazing. The CGI, considering that there were only two people stopping, who is actually, you know, making all of these special effects. So for me, that was that was just mind blowing. And going to that, uh, and we were talking about this because uh, our recent favorite was the Triangle of Sadness. Triangle of Sadness. Yeah. Yes. Uh, actually, nothing bias, right? Yeah, that we're coming to it from the same yes. <laughs> entry. Yeah, no bias because you know we're both Filipinos and we're very proud of Donny De Leon. But man, Mister Ochek. Yeah, bro. <laughs> You're very good. You're very awesome in that film. But the thing was, well, uh, how could they how could they say it? That the, this kind of story has been retold many many times. 
you know the it's been told in the form of hunger games it's been it's been told in the form of of parasite it's been told in the form of of uh, the black form you know the social imbalances because the way they delivered it don't you think it, the way they delivered it was just phenomenal that's her big yeah so for you what what do you think when you when you saw that movie what said apart from from its predecessors the one who said the same story but delivered it quite differently um from the past one uh remind me again what's the title of the past one here is done of, the, of the director i for uh the square the square the square the yeah. square actually that one also won the pong the, the, the square yeah really so amazing just amazing so and that there by the way i have seen some groups of you know like filmmakers and criticizing the you know remember that scene where this guy came up in the you know like a fantasy restaurant setup yeah. hotel and he, he acted like you know weirdo and then became like an ape and so on yeah uh, um people were like you know how could you you know let this uh film script win you know mm-hmm. upon the or and just like making an ape out of this guy you know yeah. i mean uh, it's like uh you can't be too deep with this one yeah <laughs> but the thing is the uh, i think it was the i'm sorry to see uh use this word but i think it's the the purest yeah, for most part they, because they they think that this oh no this is just an easy right thing you just put this in the script and yeah yes do your thing but yeah. the thing is it was actually controlled you know they i'm sure they talked about the uh, how you should be because contrary to popular belief acting acting like you're having a a, a, a mental breakdown is not as easy as it seems that sure right uh, people think that okay i'm just going to have a panic attack or a mental breakdown on on camera guys if you're listening to this take your phone try and do it <laughs> in front of the camera let's see how we both because it's very difficult difficult you know and the thing also um yeah within this uh current uh, lineup of films is the way i think the world is now changing how we're trying to end films. I know this a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I know this a little bit uh, niche for people um, who are listening, but over the past few films that we saw, I think the, the best way to describe this is we're now getting better better at, you know, ending films. and like, films, yeah. Like the Triangle of Sadness, uh, we're not going to give away the the ending, but the way they ended that that one, you know, you don't have to describe it to the pe- to um, you know people. Um, and I remember um um uh there was this one mentor of mine here. Uh, he's in um Doha Film Institute. Uh, Mr. Ben Robinson. If you're watching this, I owe you one. I remember him when I was uh training. I was uh you know trying to make a screenplay. And he was telling me, when you're writing, Mark, make sure, uh, be articulate as much as you can. But there are things that you wanted to show and not to show. Yes. In films, you know, because it's all purely visuals, mm-hmm. you know. 
And of course, uh, there will be dilemmas as a writer, you know, yeah. as a filmmaker. You're a god in this uh, film. The problem is that sometimes you think, how oh, you're gonna end it? It's really hard, but because because sometimes for me, I myself, I think that I have to please people. I, I have to think about others. How they're gonna, you know, take this film. So I wanted to end it. Of course, not happy ending, but somehow there should be an ending that people will like surely understand. But you, you just uh, cannot leave them hanging, you know. Yes. <laughs> so now, as we move on, as we see that things, as you said, are evolving in the way of um, ending it better and keeps on getting better and better. Um, again, we didn't want to, you know, spoil that part. But for me. Um, it's kind of completely different. It's like, you know, uh, the entire universe is, you have it in you, you know, whatever you, how you wanted to end it, it's just, it's with you. <laughs> and the thing about the, how writers, and I think this is going to be biased because um, we, we love a 24 mile films that's here in the studio. Uh, but I guess more most of the most of the films that are being produced by A twenty four has that kind of uh, you know they have that kind of uh, element to them, and the thing about the how they end and I'm gonna go back to that movie the All Quiet on the Western Front. I'm not gonna spoil how how the story goes, but if you guys have seen how they set up the the first. 10 minutes of the film and compare it to the last 10 minutes of the film, you will see how it's like, if you watch it twice, then you will understand. It's like going around in a circle. So now you understand that. And it gave me chills when I actually saw that one. Gave me chills because right at the, uh, uh, the first, uh, the few, the few, I think 20 minutes of the film, now everything is, now everything is falling into place. Making sense. Okay, so this is why you put this shot in the beginning. So this is why you put their shot because the contrast of the like the actors, the the contrast of their characters in the beginning into the end is just, it's just wild. It's just wild. <laughs> like if you see it again, and that's what makes it heartbreaking because at the end of the day, it's a drama, you know. That's what makes it heartbreaking because uh, you've seen the the highest they've ever been in the start of the film. Okay. And then it's going to pull you down. Sure. This yes. is the lowest they're going to be in the last few uh, minutes of the film. It's just, it's just wild. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be that way, you know. They try to, you know, uh, cut you off guard. Yeah. And all that in such a way that you don't expect what is coming. Exactly. And then and the middle or somehow, I don't know, climax or something, they kind of inject this thing that, again, there's a payback. Yes, exactly. And it's going to be really sweet. <laughs> yes, and that's the that's the thing. Because I, I believe, I don't know whose actor was that who, who said it, that the key to making your, if you want your audience to cry, you don't have to cry. You just have to act like you're going to cry. Because... If you've seen the that movie, um, like if you've seen this movie, All Quiet on the Western Front, you will know that there will be some parts of it where the characters don't even cry on the screen. Mm -hmm. 
but it's gonna make your uh, your heart break for them. And then you realize when you watch, you know, the rom coms and stuff, the actors are going to be crying with their hope, their heart out. But you're not gonna feel anything. The thing, yeah. you know, it's so it's different because the the way they build it up and the way they put the scoring and everything, which if you've seen, it's very effective, very simple, but very effective. Yeah. You know, so <clears throat> for for you, sir, uh, since uh, you're the one who has more experience uh, in the studio, when it comes to the to the field of cinematography, what do you think is going to be the future of uh, of uh, cinematography right now, not just here in Qatar, but internationally, because now we are seeing a lot of movies, not just in the West, because before we look into the, the West, it comes to movies now, you know, and we have a lot of Asians uh, going into the yeah, uh, yeah. Europeans, uh, like the Swedish directors, Although you have a lot of Eastern European directors coming to the scene. You got you got a lot of African um directors coming into the scene right now. So what do you think is is going to be the future of uh, cinematography? Well to be honest, for most uh amateurs mm-hmm. um I would say gimbal. As if you just kidding. <laughs> Everything's going with you say about one shot. Yeah, one shot. Yeah, gimbalized. Yes. <laughs> Everything is going to be uh nineteen seventeen one test. Oh, that would be interesting, right? Yeah. Well, um kidding aside, Red, um for me, how I see, you know, the the future generation for the young women cinematographers out there is that um, of course, there's, I think there's really no one, um, right on or wrong in terms of, um, how are you going to put your shot or visualize your, whatever is inside your, you know, uh, red, but it's all about how you're gonna, um, depict that story and let your, you know, your audience, um, connect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like the, the, the way you were saying, uh, I remember why people don't cry why they you know what as as the actor yeah. or the character is already you know soaking in tears you know it's because for me i think it's all about connection you know yeah. if someone watches that and he she directly connects with the yeah. character deep inside sitting that uh you know um character and then it will be more effective that way so in terms of again um framing your shots for most guys i just even for me i when i started you know um i just keep shooting and shooting mm-hmm. right? and then from there and uh, writing as well writing mm-hmm. as well yeah of course practicing of course it's like whatever is in your mind shooting it visualizing it when you put it inside your you know frame it helps to be really articulate um, what should be the colors in there, yeah. you know, what is the tone, what is the mood of your, um, movie and, um, and it's just that you just keep going better and better at, and, um, that should be the future of, you know, young cinematographers out there. But of course, for the golden ones mm-hmm. that, you know, already that, uh, these guys are breaking the rules. Yeah, breaking the <laughs> There is no rule of thirds, yeah. this and that. So for them, it's like 
you know, mm-hmm. it's like fine show. Yeah. <laughs> and there, uh, the crazy thing about this, when we look at the the, the movies right now, particularly in the you know, the production houses like A twenty four, younger and younger people are going to the you know. Uh, I mean, some viewers are gonna call them art films and such, but I don't think that's fair because at the end of the day, if if your film was really good, it's an art film at the end of the day. So I, I guess I guess we just have to vote because the, actually the Oscars uh, this year is actually a testament to how movies are just getting better and better. I think it's just all about the exposure. Because right now, I mean, it's hard to compete, you know, and yet, and no matter how good your product is, if you're going to be saturated in the market, by, you know, by subpar uh, movies that are coming out, it's, it's going to be difficult. So, but yes, we have very high votes for storytelling and cinematography, and we hope that the future of cinema is going to be alive and well in the coming years. So thank you very much, sir. Thank you very Thanks much, so sir, Mark. Fred. Yes. Um, join us again next week on the next episode of the After Hours Club. Okay. Thank you. And so much, best thing for.